Hello, theologians. I hope you're well. It is uh, good to be able to uh, wrap up uh, just a second week of class. Uh, there are six more weeks left, so you are making good progress. Uh, I think you're, uh, you are doing very well in your discussion boards. I appreciate your, the thoughtfulness of your posts. And I can see how uh, these are uh, really... And you're, you're trying to relate to the reading, to the material. I think that is very good. Some of you do a fantastic job of citing the authors. I think that is that is a good practice, to, a good habit to get into. Putting down the page numbers where you get a quote from, that is really exemplary work. Uh, and I, I just want to tell you that you're doing a good job of that. Um, I also want to let you know that um, uh, I appreciate also your participation in uh, the other discussion forums, uh, like, for example, some, uh, Jeffrey Crosswhite posted a uh, prayer request. Uh, I wanted to let you know, Jeffrey, that we are praying for you. Uh, uh, it's not easy to be a pastor. As When I was pastoring, I pastored in New York. Sometimes I felt I was the, the uh, most, the loneliest human being <laughs> on the world, uh, making the, all these decisions and uh, but just know that we are praying for you. Uh, thank you for posting and thank you for everybody who commented on that and who is also praying for Jeffrey. Uh, as far as uh, 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 your, I just want to remind you uh, also some housekeeping items. Uh, TS 607 is probably the most difficult class you'll take at the seminary. The reason it's it's very ethereal. It's, it's, it has a lot of high-flying concepts uh and uh we talk about um you know ortho even the terminology we're using the terms we're using uh, orthopraxy orthopathos orthodoxy you know it's all it's all coming at you 100 miles an hour and part of doing theology is you are learning a different uh, a higher order language a different language uh to address all the difficult things you know like the perceptible feelings, you know, perceptible grace, you know, all these concepts, they're new concepts. So it's almost like learning a new language. You're learning theological jargon. You're learning new things. So, uh, so I know some of you, this is your first class. You may feel overwhelmed, but rest assured you are not alone. This is probably the toughest class in the whole, your whole seminary experience. Um, um, and because you have to learn all these languages, a lot of people always say they, you know, we had an engineer from NASA come and take a class, uh, uh, do a, a degree here at the seminary. And this engineer um, was so overwhelmed because they had to learn a new language. And but eventually they got it. And uh, and uh, this person was able to you know, graduate and do really well at the seminary. So uh, you, you're learning, you're, you're progressing. You can do this. It's not impossible. I just want to assure you of that. The other housekeeping item that is really important is your research proposal. You have a research proposal due, uh, I believe it's uh, July 3rd. So uh, you have to, uh, maybe something has already stood out to you during these first few weeks of class and you want to do your research about it. You want to do your research on sanctification. You want to do research on, on the spiritual senses. You may want to do your research on anthropology, uh, Wesleyan anthropology, or Wesleyan uh, or idea of salvation, and so I encourage you now to begin your uh, research for your paper because that proposal is due 
on July 3rd. Um, and you should, you should really, it's good practice to the first week of class to be start doing all this research. Um, so I just wanted to encourage you that. Um, finally, uh, I think the discussion on the Wesleyan quadrilateral and how experience feeds into it is, is a very important discussion because it talks to us about the way we come to know truth. As Pentecostals, as Christians, we want to know the truth. We believe that the truth, that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. And Jesus himself said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we want the truth, nothing but the truth. And um, and it's and, and what we're doing here through this Wesleyan quadrilateral is we're processing knowledge. And uh, we're coming to what we call uh, the epistemology or how human beings learn, how human beings come to know things, how uh, human beings accumulate knowledge. So this Wesleyan quadrilateral, um, which by the way, Wesley didn't say this is the Wesleyan quadrilateral. His followers, his theologians later came in and said, this is the way Wesley did his theology. Um, and uh, it's, you know, scripture, tradition, uh, reason, experience, uh, these things, is, it communicates a way that we come to know things, a way we discern truth. And uh, obviously the primacy of scripture is important. Uh, uh, it, scripture is, is the way, what we always approach first. We, it, God reveals himself through the scripture. We, we believe in the inspired word of God, which is the truth. Um, and so... Uh, it informs the way we live and do and, 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 and act in our world today. Scripture, there's a primacy of scripture, but there's a lot of things in life, you know, so we have to use our reason uh, to, to, you know, the scripture has a lot of times there's similes, there are metaphors, there are figures of speech, and we have to understand what the scriptures are doing. This is the reason we come to seminary to try to discern these things. Um, uh, and so we're not carried away by the latest fad, theological fad. Um, and then uh, we also have tradition. The church has said for 2,000 years that Jesus is the Son of God. So we, you know, it's, we're, we're, we're going, uh, we, we, we want to know what other people said. And even if you, if you study Wesley, you'll notice that he relied on the church fathers, especially Eastern church fathers, uh, people like Ephraim the Syrian, who were really influential in the life of John Wesley and in, 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 in through, through writing, through reading. So uh, it indicates to us the importance of our written work, our communicating our work and, uh, and publishing our work uh, for future generations. And I hope that you can somehow see this as not just something you're doing for yourself, but something you're doing for your church uh, and for the future. But uh, and the final part of that, as scripture, tradition, scripture, reason, tradition and experience uh, experience is very important, and I'm really glad to see the discussions that you've had uh, because uh, uh, we do live in relationship with God, in relationship with the Creator. And, uh, and, our, and, and this is our experience. Experience is a teacher for us, and experience is a way we come to, come to know the truth. Uh, experience doesn't overrule everything, but it has a way of interacting with Scripture, tradition, reason. Uh, and... Um, and this is also reveals something important about humanity. It's not just our epistemology, but our, also our anthropology. Who, what, what, who humanity is, what we're created for, uh, because humans are not just rational beings. Uh, uh, 
We're not just dichotomized individuals. Uh, we have spiritual senses. And this is a very important concept, a very important anthropological move that John Wesley was doing. Um, because just as a human being, you know, we come into this world, we're babies and we cannot see, we cannot, we can hear, but not discern. Uh, we can taste, but not, you know, not refined. We, we, uh, uh, we come into this world and we develop our physical senses. And in the same way, human beings have a spiritual senses. So as we, so those senses a lot of times are jaded, they're numbed by things and events that have happened. And humanity is not trained to develop their spiritual senses. In fact, you know, if someone is depressed, they want to go shopping, spend all this kind of money. So uh, the, uh, this concept of, of the spiritual senses really communicates a lot about who we are, what we believe as human beings, and how God's grace comes into our lives, rescues us, and also transforms us. It's very transformative, integrative uh, about who the human being is and what human beings are. And I just wanted to highlight uh, two people here. Uh, uh, Jared Clark, uh, really like the the, uh, the 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 distinction you're making. Uh, you talk about Wesley's distinction between experience, feeling, and emotions, um, uh, and uh, it's more that it's you know it's uh, our inward consciousness of God is perceived by is perceived by the believer. It's the way we perceive God. It's uh, so experience is not just feelings, not just emotions, but deep currents in our lives. It talks about our worldview. The way we see reality, it, that is what is transformed. I also want to highlight Shane Kelly, um, which you talk about uh, how to discern uh, experience. Uh, and you give six things from Runyon, which I thought was really well done. I really, uh, Shane, really want to commend you for that. Experience must transcend subjectivism. Experience is inevitably transforming. Uh, experience is social. We live in community. We <laughs> exist in community. So experience has to be discerned in community. And orthopathic faith is rational. Uh, experience is rational. Uh, experience is also sacramental. Uh, God ordains some things that we must do. We participate and we engage. And God's presence is mediated through these. And this, we, we perceive through our experiences, our spiritual senses. And experience is also teleological. It also has the end in mind, who God is. Uh, and so... Uh, I, I thought that was really well done, Shane. Really a good way of pointing us forward. And that brings me to the question I want to ask you for this week. Uh, the question I wanted to ask you for this week is that Pentecostals uh, is to try to describe the, experience, the, uh, the, the, the way Pentecostals used to use testimony. The importance of testimony. Uh, how, how does this play uh, in our lives how did, uh, in light of the Westland Quadrilateral, how would you use the Westland Quadrilateral to describe the way Pentecostals used to share testimonies? Uh, I know I've given you hints about this, but it's uh, but it's it's very interesting to see that that's a practice Pentecostals had, and um, and they used to do this in community. And uh, so how you know uh, how does this fit in in a Wesleyan concept of uh, of who we are as human beings? and how we discern truth. So I hope uh, you guys are doing a good job this week. Just want to commend you for everything you're doing. Uh, God bless you as you study this week.